What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Aris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Basketball is finally over. My career is over. Um, let's just start it off with my retirement announcement, I guess. You know, called it quits, you know, left my shoes at, at the Paxson League, uh, Paxson High School. So what are your thoughts on this? What's your first reaction? Heartbreaking, of course. Your two-year career as a Range Brother has come to an end. Ranger Brothers going to be looking a lot different if we're running it back in the Paxton Men's League next year. We'll see what happens, but I'll be back as long as I have a team. So that's all I'm saying. Who's going to be on that team? TBD. We'll find out, but unfortunately you won't be, but I'm definitely going to miss having you out there, you know, miss the antics, miss the tease, but I think it's for the best for everybody. You know, it was time. Uh, mm-hmm. Just time to end my basketball career, you know, focus on my family life. Uh <laughs> You know, spend more time with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Your so. investments and, you know, all that. You got a lot going on outside of basketball. It's bigger than basketball. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, unfortunate, but whatever. Yeah, rec league season came to an end, so we'll see if there's the next season. We'll updates to yeah. follow on that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed all the updates on the Range Brothers season so far, or I guess the, the whole time. Yeah, um, it's over now. Yeah, let us know if it's something you like. We'll bring it back next season if there is a next season. Obviously, it won't be both of us, so maybe me just filling Elijah in on what happened, uh, which could yeah. be a different dynamic. So we'll see. Could um, be on my Tom Brady. You never know. You could be. Yeah, I'll never say never on retirement, especially in something like as simple as the Paxson League, where you yeah. can just join back if you want to. <laughs> Let's stick on basketball talk here. Obviously, NCAA tournament wrapping up almost to the Final Four. It will be the Final Four after tonight. Who's your pick to win it all now? Um, case, I loved K-State, you know, I, I just want to give, give my props to them. They've been just a moneymaker ever since I turned 21. They've, they've just been a, a horse, you know, they, they've made me a lot of money in my day. So I've had the, I had them in my final four. I, they were my winner after Alabama was out, but fortunately they lost. So I think it is, it's between UConn and Texas in my mind. I got to give the nod to UConn. They're just different. I agree. Uh, it was going to be pretty crazy no matter who is, uh, representing like that top half of the bracket at when it was the elite eight you mm-hmm. had creighton you had san yeah. diego state it was just gonna FAU. be some ra- fau yeah. and kansas state it was gonna be just some random teams that like you don't think of playing in the national championship uh-huh. so it's gonna be cool to see no matter what happened dwindled down a little bit here fau in the final four is crazy they uh-huh. looked really good if they won a championship that would be crazy mm-hmm. so i'm kind of on their bandwagon that like they could do it like they look really good against every team they've played mm-hmm. so far yeah, like San Diego State and uh, FAU, like they're technically like lower seeds, but they've combined, they've lost nine games all year. So mm-hmm. FAU's lost three games, San Diego State's lost six. So that's just crazy there. And they both are like really veteran teams and everything. So they're both just really good teams, honestly. Um, and then with that, just UConn, it just feels like, you know, the the cardiac Kemba, Shabazz Napier mm-hmm. days where like just nothing is stopping them from winning this title. So um, obviously they don't have that star guard this year. It's more of the, the center they have or a collective, but uh, uh, they're, they're a really good team. It just feels like it's their championship to lose. Yeah. I thought it was going to be UCLA after somebody's team got bounced. I was like, okay, UCLA has a good chance. I mean, a lot of the one seeds were out when UCLA was playing Gonzaga. I was like, okay, they have a good chance here. Obviously that was before Houston and Alabama mm-hmm. had lost, but still Kansas was out. Uh, whoever the other ones he was out too. So I was like, okay, UCLA could do this. They have some vets as well. Uh, so tough to see them drop. And then Gonzaga just got 
destroyed by UConn. Like, yeah, it felt that... like. So we'll see what happens. But I think I'm going to ride with UConn, but I'm hoping for FAU. Uh-huh. FAU would just be a dope moment to yeah. see. Yeah, I feel like any of the teams really, like these aren't your blue blood national mm-hmm. national powers. So um, I think like two of the coaches had only ever coached in Elite Eight. So it just, it's been really good year this year for March Madness. Mm-hmm. Not for my Very bracket interesting. though. Yeah, definitely not, but good as a fan to watch. In our family bracket challenge, we're actually one and two right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm maxed out on points. I can't gain anymore. And then there, there's a few people behind us. I'm going to get passed up. Jonathan's one, though. So there's a chance where he we'll wins see. his bracket challenge. You know, he had the yep. perfect family bracket, you know? Yeah, perfect as in like a fifth of the max points. But <laughs> yeah. hey, we did all right. The other thing I want to touch on last before we move on here. During the FAU game, they gave a nice shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Did you catch that? Uh, no, I was uh, I was at work, so I was watching like some of it at work. So that was probably okay. The, they were talking about like where somebody was from, and they're like Gary, Indiana. Shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Like no shout out to Michael Jackson, something like that. And I was like, just I love that they gave some love to Freddie Gibbs on national TV. That was fire. That is fire. I didn't catch that, so um, that's a W there for sure. Yeah, I'm not sure who the commentator was, but they they get it. They get I, it. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. All right, let's get into our songs of the week. If you're new here, we each pick three songs each week. We want to give a special shout out, talk about a moment that happened this week with the track or just show it some love. Start us off here with your first track. I got uh, Mauricio played this other day when we all went to dinner. It's uh, Clueless by Polo G featuring 5 Foreign and Pop Smoke. Um, this is just another instance of just how talented Pop Smoke was and just, I mean, how phenomenal he is in pretty much any situation. So just wanted to give that one a shout out there definitely a fire track not when i listened to too much but it was definitely hit when it came on then mm. my first track is the rivington by the free nationals featuring conway the machine Westside gun and joyce rice you know obviously the free nationals have had so much success over the years with the anderson pack but their project they dropped a couple years back was so fire and this was you know definitely one of the first introductions to the griselda guys i had mm. and it's just so fire Westside gun just doing some ad libs doing his rapping over just that smooth production, beautiful. Go give it a listen. Good track there. Uh, for my my next one, I this is one I put on today. I had to run to the grocery store real quick, uh, grab some things. Played "Feels Like Summer" by Vince Staples, and you know if you're from the area, from the Midwest, you know it's what like 65. <laughs> out, um, starting to feel like summer. It's 60 degrees out. Starting to feel like summer, you know. Um, which some of you guys may think that's very out of pocket, but around here you know that's just how it is so uh, windows down feels like summer was banging so oh yeah it was like 40 something the other day and i went in a run in a hoodie and shorts because i was like i'm not putting pants back on it's nice like there's once i hit the shorts days i'm on shorts all the rest of the time until it gets too cold in the fall so on to my next track i have spin about you by dragon 21 one of my favorites from her loss i think it was your favorite when we did like our review of that project really good track hadn't listened to it in a minute but came back on the day and i was like all right this is this is really good yeah i it's i feel like you know it could have been more of a hit than than it was but um i feel like we didn't really get like that that major hit from the their project together but yeah i think just um, rich flex really yeah um but yeah that's still i'd still say it holds up as my favorite track from that project so moving on to my last one here we have another drake track I, this is the first time I listened to this one in a minute. Like I usually just skip it when it comes on it, but I was like, why have I been skipping this? I guess, you know, it's obviously a classic. Uh, I got Marvin's room by Drake. Mm. Just hit, so good. hit hard, hit hard the it, other night. So. It really hits. Like it is such a great track. 
I don't remember how far I got when we did our Drake bracket, but it's a great track. I mean, obviously Drake has a lot of good songs, but Marvin's Room, classic, timeless. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we don't even need to say much about that. Uh, So my last track of the week is Fam Jam Four Thousand by Jordan Ward. If you haven't heard Jordan Ward yet, go give him a listen. His project that dropped this year is fire. He's opening up on tour for JID and Smino. Killing it. Yeah, and this is one of my favorite tracks of the year so far. Definitely, if I had to put money on it, I'll say what we talk about in December. Mm-hmm. I was starting to think about that. Like, you know, we're a third of the way into the year here. Is there anything that we're talking about in December? And then I think there are in terms of tracks, and this is definitely one. Yeah, a bit, bit of slower year, but uh, still a lot of year left. So uh, For sure. We'll see what happens come December. Let's move on to the next bracket talk here. It is currently 5.28 p.m. on Sunday, Central Time. It has been one day since the championship of our Nickelodeon bracket. If you tuned in last week, you know, but we posted on Instagram as well this week to see who you guys picked. It's 50-50 right now between Drake and Josh and SpongeBob SquarePants. This is crazy. It's really coming out of the wire. I don't think anybody else is going to vote, so I think it's an yeah. end of a 50-50 tie, and I don't know what we're going to do there. So we'll have to figure a little runoff election. I'll have to uh, I'll have to go get make my same point I made in the podcast last week and see where everybody's mm-hmm. heads at then. So yeah, I will say there have been a couple that I really like regretted my picks in our recording, like uh-huh. picking Rugrats over Jimmy Neutron. In hindsight, that felt wrong, but G- Rugrats I just loved, and in the heat of the moment, I was like Rugrats, but it's Jimmy Neutron that should have won. That was tough. And then even in the championship, I think I would have gone Drake and Josh over SpongeBob, and so when I voted, I did. I mean, it's a tough choice. I feel like I there's not a wrong answer for those two, mm-hmm. especially. But for Rugrats, like you, you had sent me a picture after the podcast, um, and it was your Facebook profile picture from like 13 In years 2010. ago. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was Rugrats. So I was like, okay, was, that yeah. you gotta, you kind of gotta move that one on. I was a writer. There was some like trend. I feel like it was probably one of those like super spammy things, like. Ooh, share this with five friends or yeah. else you're going to see a killer in your dream tonight, or, you know, whatever. They were going crazy with those. And then I think there was one that was like, ooh, make it a cartoon picture. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, regrets. That's that's my rider. Um, so yeah, I, I had to go with them for that reason. But in hindsight, I was like, yeah, Jimmy Neutron was really that guy. Like, they don't He's say really Jimmy hitting. Neutron now yeah. for that reason. Like, yeah. uh, he earned that title. So yeah, that was tough. But if you tuned in last week as well, you know that we, we're going to do the rapper ad-lib bracket. We have shifted our plans a little bit. It seems like you guys like a lot of these like nostalgia-type content pieces. And so to stick with the music theme, stick with the nostalgia theme, we're going with the 2008 hits bracket. These songs are turning 15 years old this year, which is crazy to think about, but I remember so many of these songs so vividly, such like core memories listening to these growing up. So very excited to get in this bracket. Yeah, this one is, uh, we brought back some classics here, so I'm super excited to get into it as well. So let's do it. Let's get it. Let's talk about how we decided the songs are going to be on here. We each picked eight songs, put them on the bracket. We got 16 songs total. We don't want to go too long. We could have done 64 if we really wanted to, but that would have been a three-hour episode. Yeah. I don't think you guys want to listen to all that. So uh, we got 16 songs, put them in a playlist, shuffle them up, and that's how we got the matchups here. So it's all randomized. Some of my picks against my own picks, some ours against each other, and then some of Elijah's against his own. So totally just randomized here. Let's get into it, though. Let's talk about some of the songs in this bracket first. Uh, let's just run through all of them. We got Leaving by Jesse McCartney, Bleeding Love, Leona Lewis, Chasing Pavements, Adele, Love Story by Taylor Swift, I'm Yours, 
by Jason Mraz, Hot and Cold by Katy Perry, Miss Independent by Neo, Paparazzi by Lady Gaga, American Boy by Estelle and Kanye West, Disturbia by Rihanna, Gives You Hell by All American Rejects, Don't Trust Me by 303, Forever by Chris Brown, Heartless by Kanye West, Viva La Vida by Coldplay, and Whatever You Like by T.I. God, there's so many hits here. Yeah, Yeah, this this is going to be tough. This is going to be a good one. I feel like this year is like where I kind of start remembering music or like remembering like that I'm liking songs or stuff like that. So like there's just a lot of core memories with a lot of these tracks. So a hundred percent same. Like when I was listening through the Spotify, the like top hits of 2008 playlist to see what songs were even like an option for this. I had just so many core memories listening to these songs. And I was thinking the same thing that like, this is like the year where I started to like remember songs yeah, and remember things that were happening while I was listening to these songs. So it was fire. Uh, very excited to get into it. Gonna be a tough one. I think this is gonna be one of the ones where we disagree the most potentially, maybe not, we'll see. But I think there's such like a variety of songs here that it could get interesting. So I'm yeah, ready to get into it. For some of these, there's just, there's not a wrong answer. So um, we're just gonna have to fight it out. We'll see what happens. We will. Let's get into the first matchup here. We got Leaving. By Jesse McCartney. Why don't you tell him that I'm leaving? Never to come back again. You find somebody who does it better than he can. No more making you cry. No more versus Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. You come me open and I keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding love. I keep bleeding, I keep, keep bleeding love. I got bleeding love here. Um yeah, I, this is a very late ad by you. You switched it up and decided to put it on. And I just, I had to go, I, you know, I gave all these to listener, you know, individual, mm-hmm. like snippet. And yeah, this moves on easily. Bleeding Love has aged so well, whereas I think Leaving has aged horribly. And I don't know necessarily if you're going off like what we're most likely to listen to now. What was the best song then? A mix of the both. I'm kind of thinking a mix of the both, but yeah. I definitely remember this being on the radio and it's definitely the one I would pick out today. I had to have leave it on here for one specific reason. And that was because I had like a story about it. Do you remember tooth tunes? I do not. Oh, like the toothbrushes. Yeah. Actually. And they played the music. I yeah. had a tooth tunes toothbrush and it was leaving by Jesse McCartney as a song. So I was brushing my teeth every day to that track for how many ever months. So that was the sole reason I had to have it on this bracket. Had to give it that love. I loved it then, but it's not very good in hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Bleeding Love moves on. Let's go to the next matchup. Chasing Pavements by Adele. Versus Love Story by Taylor Swift. Love Story is a powerhouse for me here. I love Adele. Adele's done a ton. Um, but love story is one where it hit back in the day and anytime this plays at the bar nowadays everybody is going crazy singing this so i mean 
for me, it's a love story pretty convincingly. I'm definitely listening to Chasing Pavements more. Chasing Pavements, truly like one of my all-time favorite songs. I love Chasing Pavements. I remember watching VH1 in the morning. They had Adele as like a You Oughta Know artist, mm -hmm. and Chasing Pavements was the track that they had the video for showing all the time. I'm sure there was other videos, but that's the one I remember the most. So I'm definitely going Chasing Pavements here. However, I'm fine with going Love Story just because it is the bigger hit. Like it feels more like 2008. I feel like Adele's had way bigger moments. Obviously Taylor Swift oh, has yeah. as well. But I feel like there's something like very core, especially to that early Taylor Swift with Love Story. Like I have so many more memories to Love Story and that's why I'm fine with going with it. Like just being with the homies in the car, like when we were younger and listening to Love Story on the radio, like it was just... It's just, Hitting yeah, different. like you said it perfectly there, you know, Adele has different moments that feel bigger than, than chasing pavements, but Taylor Swift, this is like, um, I'd say one of her biggest moments, arguably. Yeah. I think she just has so many eras and yeah. there's like a moment for each era. And, but love story was like the era or the moment for the early Taylor Swift era, mm -hmm. in yeah. my opinion, um, at least personally for me. So yeah, let's go love story here. Let's get into the next matchup. We got I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. To win some or learn some, but I won't hesitate no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm yours. Versus Hot and Cold by Katy Perry. I don't know if you if you got this feeling with hot and cold. Like I like it. Obviously, it did its thing in the past, but I, I really wasn't vibing with it too much, especially compared to I'm yours. So I'm gonna move I'm yours on here, but I'm not mad if you have hot and cold going on. No, I'm I'm yours here for sure. I loved I'm yours when I was a kid. I think it's still pretty good now. Yeah, uh, that's... hot and cold. I don't think I ever was rocking with that heavy. I yeah, I feel like it's just more the one of the tracks that which is huge at the time or big at the mm -hmm. time. Yeah, it definitely earned a spot on this bracket, but I just don't see it moving on past the first round. I'm glad we're in agreement, Sarah. Um, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about Katy Perry, though. I was watching American Idol, just caught a couple of minutes with my mom, and Katy Perry just, I she feel like she has had so many hits, but I also feel like she's like kind of mm -hmm. quiet now. Yeah, I feel like she's, you know, I, I wouldn't put her, you know, in the tier with like Taylor Swift or I, I feel mm -hmm. like she's just really weird to gauge, I guess, with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, she was going crazy early on. She had hits. She had fireworks. She had California Girls, all these hits. Even still until, like, maybe, like, 2016, she was having some hits. And I feel um, like she kind of just, I don't want to say she fell off, but I feel like she's been quiet. Because she's still doing she do the thing. Super Bowl? She did the Super Bowl. It was... Ooh, I feel like that was earlier. I feel like that yeah, was, like, 2014 or 2015. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want to say is, like, 2015-ish. Uh, let's see. 2015, yeah. Um, we were correct. Mm -hmm. She had the, That was the shark. I remember the shark blowing up. So that was yep. kind of this – that was kind of early social media for me because I remember seeing that shark just everywhere. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But Fire. I feel – yeah, I agree with you. You know, I, she just – she's been a little bit of quiet. But, I mean, she's done her thing, obviously, so. Oh, yeah. And she's still, like, obviously very much in the public eye, but – yeah, she's definitely had better songs, I think, than Hot and Cold, so it's pretty easily I'm yours here. Let's move on to the next one. Miss Independent by Neo. She got a wrong thing. That's why I love her. Miss Independent. 
versus Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. Paparazzi is another one that I'll still bang to this day. This one's still on my playlist. Miss Independent by Neo. I feel like I don't listen to it too much anymore, especially when it came on. You know, I was kind of vibing with it, but I got to go Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. I would go Miss Independent here. I loved Neo. When I was in like fifth grade, I thought Neo was him. Like he had so many songs that I was bumping. I would pick Miss Independent here. I'm, I'm I, okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that moving on. Um, okay. It, I feel like it was a little bit early for Neo for me. Like, uh, I time of our lives was really my Neo track, but I'm okay with. Oh. I like Miss Independent as well. <laughs> yeah, I was earlier on the Neo stuff. Like that year, the Gentleman album. I love that. You got single. You got Miss Independent. Obviously, you got Mad. There's so many good tracks on that project, and there's also me, so I... many good projects on the Lady Gaga one. Like picking Paparazzi, oh, yeah, very valid choice. But there's so many other ones. Poker Face, Poker just face, Dance. I mean. Yeah tough it was definitely like a person personal preference there with paparazzi i feel like i just vibe with that one a little bit more but i feel like poker face or uh just dance may have been the more popular option so i think i would have picked either one of those over miss independent but with paparazzi i'd go miss independent but i was glad that you picked paparazzi because it gave me just a blast from the past this is something that isn't talked about enough like music video parodies on youtube oh my in the gosh, early yes. 2010s and that's just something that people don't make anymore. And in hindsight, they were just not funny. But yeah. when you were like 12, you were like, this is comedic yeah. gold. <laughs> this is a good song and the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was just all around greatness. And there was one that I remembered, and it was a parody of Paparazzi by Lady Gaga. And it was Poppin' Nazis because that was like around the time of Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah and uh world of war zombies and it was like nazi zombies uh especially in that one so yeah popping nazis and it was just talking all about god and uh me being a little nerd i was all into that yeah the, i remember like the like epic rap battles of history that's another like good moment from the time from those times uh-huh. did you ever watch like the uh it was like talking with songs or stuff like it just dude song lyrics oh, every songs so in real life yes there we go shout out um, to steve cardinal the goat yeah he was yeah. really killing on that the other one i think of is the key of awesome that channel was going crazy mm-hmm. they yes. posted so many and there's another guy his name was like bart barker or something like that yeah, they were going crazy in the day. Key of Awesome, that, that's a that's a moment there. It is. I was thinking, well, I want to do some video related to those at some point because those were crazy and probably not good in hindsight, but I think revisiting them would oh, be a great episode. So we'll have to look sure. into that. Let's move on to the other side of the bracket. First round, we got American Boy by Estelle. Versus Disturbia by Rihanna. Is that the, that's the Fortnite track, right? We got the Fortnite track versus Disturbia. We do. <laughs> I just love the the reemergence with that. I just I can't I can't not think of it. The Fortnite one version every time now. Um, but I, I love Disturbia. Disturbia may be my favorite Rihanna song. Um, That's crazy. 
I remember like uh, this is like a core memory at Ma's or at the Second Avenue house. I remember Disturbia. It was like them when they used to do the music videos on like MTV or stuff like that. I I just really remember that and like what she like a zombie or something. Uh, yeah, she was I, doing something just like scary at the time. Like I was like, what uh, is happening? I do remember that one though too for sure. I'd go American Boy here though, like very easily. I I'm okay with American Boy moving on. It's just personal prep like it's one of those like it's just like paparazzi where i just have this personal attachment to it but i I, I do think american boy is the more popular choice and maybe the correct one so yeah like anytime american boy still comes on i love it like it's a song i'm not skipping most times that's how much i still like give it that respect in 2023 even so good track there let's move on to the next round we got gives you hell by all american rejects versus don't trust me by 303 tell your boyfriend, boyfriend if he says he's got beef that i'm a vegetarian and i ain't fucking scared of him uh gives you hell is just such like that's like one of the first tracks i just ever remember if like like just remember you know just fucking with it and um i mean every i don't listen to it too often but when it comes on it's it does does the same same thing every time so i gotta move it on for that but don't trust me that's it's a good one there as well i'm going gives you hell here i think this might be the weakest matchup of the bracket the shuffle gods yeah put it out that way unfortunate that a track like chasing pavements had to go up against a powerhouse and love story where it could have gone against one of these that had you know a better chance but yeah i think gives you hell is a good track it's one like you said you listen to all these songs uh before we recorded i did the same thing and gives you hell is one that i have not heard in years but when it came on it was a blast from the past i just so many memories i remember listening to it at my friend's house on the computer watching the music video i think or either just like listening to it on youtube it's a good track it's definitely not one of my favorites on this bracket, but I'm happy to weak, move on. Yeah, product of a weak matchup here, but I'm I'm okay with them moving on to the second round. Yeah, same. Let's go to the next matchup. We got Forever by Chris Brown. Versus Heartless by Kanye West. This is one we had talked about. Uh, we had talked about Heartless. Um, you know, you asked, is it a cheat code? And we were like, should we put it on there? And Heartless, it's just such a great track. I mean, it, it kind of, it's era accurate as well. Cause I still remember, you know, being, you know, 96.5 on back in the day mm-hmm. in the back of the car, listening to this. So um, I definitely think it de- deserves to be on there. And I think it's got to move on here as well. Easily. This is, Probably one of the first Kanye songs I remember like listening to and liking a lot. This was, you know, when I was watching music videos and stuff and Love Lockdown and Heartless were like the two videos from 808s I remember. I feel like I probably heard some graduation songs before this in hindsight, but like these yeah. are the first ones I remember like, oh, I have to have these on iTunes of Kanye were the 808s songs. 
so heartless is just a hit it's timeless truly like it's one of the songs from this bracket that i think has aged the best the influence of the autotune that heartless had i mean and it's like such an emotional song you know paved the way for the juice worlds the drake so many people so heartless crazy song gotta move on here forever though you know definitely very that's an era accurate song you're talking about era accurate memories forever i feel like it didn't age that well it's got a very catchy chorus though i will say the beat is kind of catchy but it's like uh, like i wouldn't listen to that yeah um another like i feel like this you you said one of the first Kanye tracks you heard i feel like this has got to be my first one here is uh put on with jeezy that's probably like 2007 2008 would you say Uh uh-huh i think it is 2008 i think it was in the 2008 hits on uh spotify playlist but i was trying to go more pop here so yeah that's this is i didn't put it that's more of a more of a rap one but i remember my mom had that like on a burnt cd like that fire that's just tough tough track there so Uh uh-huh i had it on my psp i remember like on a little memory stick or whatever so yeah i was rocking with put on then for sure it's funny because we listened that when we were playing basketball today so that's just crazy timing on that. Yeah, needs the nod for sure. So, my last comment on this match of those forever. Obviously, it's a very iconic scene in the office. You know, whatever at Jim and Pam's wedding. But the thing in like the pop culture that stands out to me with forever more. This actually just might not even be true, but in my head, there was a juicy fruit commercial with forever played. And I don't know if that's a real thing. I want to look into that. Somebody fact check me on that. But I believe that there was a forever juicy fruit commercial um, because it was like, you know, like uh, double the fun, whatever last forever. Uh, and I think they were like, Oh, that's like our flavor. You double it, you know, whatever. So I ha- I'm going to have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure that existed. That, that's ironic. Cause juicy fruit lasts for two seconds. Maybe, maybe I have a core memory of eating juicy fruit. I guess I'll tell this before, <laughs> before we move on. I got another memory to stack upon this as well. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) One time it was snowing and we had a snow day from school and I was playing outside with my sister and my boy, Nate Allison. And we were having like a little snowball fight or something. And I was chewing gum for whatever reason while we were doing this. And I dropped it in the snow and then I put it back in my mouth and chewed it because I was like, 10 years old i thought he was in a five gum commercial yeah (laughs) and i swear to god my throat hurt for like two months (laughs) like i don't know what bacteria was in that snow like dog piss or something but it was a wrap for your boy's throat bro you had covid or something i know i think that's where it got created for real yeah um but uh okay last we'll move on right after this this is like just another core memory you know at the second avenue house here i remember i used to just swallow my gum and lauren lauren told lauren told me it's gonna take seven years to come out one time i was like i started like i was fucking head in my hands just fucking like what the fuck like am i gonna like really contemplating things right there uh, and I I remembered that, you know, how old I was in whatever, seven, eight years old. And I remembered like, okay, the gum's coming out of me when I was 14 or 15. So. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. I was like, so scared of that when I was a kid. Like there was no way I was going to swallow gum. I was fighting a trash can like a hundred percent of the time. So yeah. that that's hilarious. I love that. Let's go on to the last matchup of the first round. We got Viva La Vida by Coldplay. versus whatever you like by ti 
matchup is hard this like, is easy this, this is very very hard for me uh, whatever you like used to hit back in the day you know like skating ring vibes um it used to just be always be on so it, i just, just very partial to it but I, it's viva la vida here it is viva la vida that's just a classic i'll get more into it as we move on i have to fight for it but i love viva la vida that's all i'm gonna say all right let's move on to the second round here with our first matchup, we got Bleeding Love versus Love Story. Battle the love right here. Yeah. Which which tracks getting you in your feels or your um your loving mood more? Um, and for me, that's that's Love Story. Love Story's got to move on here. Uh, I think it's a tough matchup. I think I would go Bleeding Love. Uh, I I vaguely remember. I think you're you had two there on, in the first round, and I had one. So I, Love Story's got to move on. Yeah. Okay. Okay, love story. I was wondering if you were gonna pull that. Yeah, you pulled for love story in the first place, so you're riding for love story for sure here. Yeah, uh, this is reminiscent of me in the Travis Scott bracket with I forgot what song, but it was one of those Travis Scott songs I was just riding for that I was like, I'm getting it. I think yeah, I, I think it was not two one zero or it was like it might have been even like Astro Thunder, but I think you I don't know. It was one of those songs I was just riding for. So yeah, I'm glad you got your song here. Let's get in the next matchup. We got I'm Yours versus miss independent i i like i'm yours here um but i'm i'm okay with miss independent if you want to move that one on as well i'm cool going i'm yours i will say i feel like this is maybe a weaker quadrant looking at it now like i'm yours being the final four i'm like oh does that really belong but i think you could argue it does like it was a great song then i feel like it holds up fairly well now so yeah i'm cool with i'm yours that was when i played i'm yours earlier i it wasn't a snippet it was i listened to the whole thing uh same same and i enjoyed it so i'm cool with i'm yours for sure let's move on next matchup we got american boy versus gives you hell i like gives you hell here um Ooh. i i feel like you're more partial to american boy uh i, I, I just i'm i'm gonna be honest you know i'm not vibing with it outside of the four fortnite remix not vibing with it that much outside the fortnite remix like that's one even during the time i don't really remember listening it to it all that much so i remember i remember listening to it like it was actually when i went to the in champagne they had a preseason nba game and it was the utah yeah. jazz versus the bulls i remember going to the game i remember listening to that song on the way so yeah you i feel I like you know i this i was like seven years old when this happened you were like a freshman in high school so <laughs> i was 19 uh, now, but the Kanye feature is so good though too it is it, it's a good track I, I'm really not mad at it if you move it on here but I just I'd be gives you hell so okay let's go American boy here but that scares me because I don't know how you're gonna feel about this next matchup but I I have strong feelings and I don't want to not have a veto but I have to have American boy move on so let's just see how this next matchup goes heartless versus viva la vida what are you, what's your thoughts here? I'll let you go. My ahead. strong feelings are I'm going Viva La Vida here. I'm I'm okay with that, honestly. Just because of the fact of like it just it just feels like more of a pop song. Um and just anytime it comes on, I just I just gotta listen the whole thing through. Like I'll I can skip Heartless easily, but anytime Viva La Vida comes on, it's just like okay, this is this is playing out the whole it's whole so thing good. here. So it's it is really a very too good. I remember going to our Uncle Rudy's house. 
a couple years ago to stay the night it was me and our cousin sammy and we met some other people there but we came from Bloomington together and i remember i just put on the throwbacks playlist and viva la vida came on like three minutes before we got to his house and i was like we have to finish this song like uh-huh. i love it and i was just screaming the lyrics like it's truly one of my favorite songs of all time it has just a special place so we'll see you know how it fares in the next round but i'm very very confident in this track moving on we'll see let's get yeah. in to the final form with the first matchup we got love story versus i'm yours and i know where you're at here i'm pretty sure yeah i'm love story and i'm fine with love story here i would pick love story as well there you go. You're finally showing us some love. You know, you, you've just been <laughs> hate, you've been hating over there in the corner for this whole. It's all this about whole the matchups. It's all yeah. about the matchups, and yeah, in this matchup, love story for sure. Other side, final four: American Boy versus Viva La Vida. This is like a hand-picked final four here for you. Um, <laughs> uh, I go you know, Viva La Vida here, though. I would go Viva La Vida here as well, but. You know, that hand-picked Final Four, it caught up to you. It did. The, win- the winner of our bracket is Love Story by Taylor Swift. I'm fine with that. I can live with that. Okay, yeah, I didn't know if we were going to have just some really hard pushback here. Or, um, no, I reaction? 100% would pick Viva La Vida, but I know I've gotten these songs here. Yeah, you've bo- I mean, you you bullied too- your way to the championship. Exactly. But- you did too earlier for a little bit, but I did it later. And, you know, that came back to bite me in the end. But I'm glad I got the tracks I was willing to die for pretty far. And that's all I can ask. I, I think my prediction is love story is just going to fucking run through the, the polls we put up love story is love story is just, it's, I mean, it's aged well. Um, it has, it has aged pretty well. Obviously Taylor's done a lot with her sound sense love story, but I do think standalone it has aged pretty well. It, anytime this plays at like Joe's or like Red Lion, like everybody is going fucking nuts for this song. So, I, I, yeah, I've definitely been at some good functions and it comes on and you're like, all right, I see why this is the hit that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good track. I just am excited to see what the people think. I mean, I think there's some here that they're not going to show that much love to. And, that worries me, but I think that these songs are huge. They are hits. They are iconic. So we'll see what happens on the polls, but I do think love story is probably going to win. I think I will agree with you there. I could see also heartless. I think heartless is going to make a championship versus love story. Mm-hmm. We got Taylor versus yay championship. And then yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, this is, uh, this is one. I'm very curious to see how the, the fans think or um, what they vote. So Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- those will be up shortly. Um, I'm pretty excited to get into this, so. Yep, going to be a good one. So make sure you go to our Instagram if you're not already following us at Second Avenue Pod and go vote. Stay tuned all week. We'll get posting these on probably Tuesday, Tuesday through Thursday, Friday, whatever it uh, goes, how many days, I can't remember. But yeah, stay tuned. We'll probably start posting around 3 o'clock um, on Tuesday. So stay tuned to that. All right, let's move on to the news this week. Kind of slow week news-wise, but a very good week for releases. One of the best weeks of the year, no question so far. Let's get into it. First with the projects, we got the long-awaited JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown collab album. We got a new album from Black, Lana Del Rey, Navy Blue, Hit Boy, O3 Greedo, and Big Baby Gucci. Very solid week. What have you had a chance to give a listen to so far? 
uh, that JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown, you know, it was, it's very interesting, you know, obviously really creative and everything, but I, I really enjoyed what I had listened to off, off the first listen. So it's so fire. It has, I will say, go out and say this very confidently, the best track list names maybe I've ever seen. Yeah. Definitely of and the they're, year. They're out of pocket in the best way. I love yeah. it. I mean, you got fentanyl tester, you got perfect, you got Jack Harlow combo meal. So many just iconic titles already, just instantly iconic mm-hmm. that they're they just stand out. Uh, Step a pig, obviously you got scaring the hose. I mean, it's just fire. I love it. Uh, the project, it was really good. It's I think probably my favorite of the year so far. I can say that pretty confidently. It's a very good project. I think it's everything you want from JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. Uh, I saw a tweet and I took a very, it hit. Uh, it said that this collab album is her loss for people that never had a her to lose. And I took that very personally because it hit way too close to home. Uh, yeah, it, it's a great project. Um, I kind of, kind of see the comparison there. Um, I do step a pig, step a pig. I love that one. Step a pig was fire. I think my favorite is probably perfect, which I saw somebody say it was family ties for annoying people. This album is definitely going crazy <laughs> yeah. on social media. I feel like this is like rap Twitter. Um, <laughs> you know, this is the project they'll be talking about and they have made some great uh, comments on it. I loved uh, kingdom hearts key with red veil. That was fire. I mean, he's at the only feature on the project, mm-hmm. but seeing him, you know, at such a young age working with these two, you know, so established in that like experimental rap lane fire to see, uh, overall it was a great project. Uh, my final tweet I'm going to reference was, uh, it was like the nerdy meme and it was, uh, it's a good project, but the mixing is bad or something like yeah. that, which that was my first comment. I think Danny Brown is already kind of hard to understand sometimes. And if the production is loud, it's even more difficult to understand what he's saying. And I thought that that was I don't want to say an issue, but it was hard on the first listen. Then like on the second listen, I was like, okay. And the first listen was on car speakers. So I was like, okay, maybe that's part of the reason too. Because when I listened on headphones, it wasn't as bad as I remembered the first time. So only gave it two listens, but very good album. Yeah, uh, very good project there. Um, I feel like this is just a very solid week to have. So um, hopefully start starts picking up, you know, when we start accumulating these weeks here. Mm-hmm, for sure and i mean i listened to a little bit of the black album haven't got through that but that was cool so far and i want to get to lana del rey and navy blue for sure uh let's talk about the singles though we got idk featuring rich the kid red veil juice world mike dimes and dro kenji larry june the alchemist with big sean russ dc the don Montel fish and more very solid week like we've been saying but singles did not disappoint as well what was your favorite from this group uh, I really enjoyed the IDK one. Uh, you texted me about the IDK Air Maxes in the, his video, and those are fire. Had to give it a listen. And um, just a really solid track there. So I'd say that's what I enjoyed the most. How about you? Same. Uh, I've been listening to it so much the past couple of days. Every time I'm in the car, that's the first song I go to. It's just, I feel like it's a great song on the Ox so far. Haven't obviously played it with other people yet, so we don't know what the vibe on the Ox is in a group setting. But personally, it's definitely one. From me on the ox yeah very quiet week besides the releases news wise hasn't really been too much else happening uh, the biggest news i will say is a lot of palooza lineup dropped so i think we should just talk about that and i think that's gonna wrap it up let's get in the lineup the headliners are kendrick lamar billy eilish red hot chili peppers and odessa 
Uh, this is a good lineup for Lala or like good headliners, at least um, a lot of variety, of course, um, like they have every year. Uh, I feel like they, they pretty much got it right with the headliners. So. Yeah, definitely a lot of variety. I think I would love to see Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I don't care who's on Kendrick's day. That's the day I'm going. I have to see Kendrick. There's some good people here on the undercard. You got JID, you got Pusha T, Joey Badass, and then some even smaller people, you know, Zach Fox, who kills it. You got some, you know, indie type people with Gene Dawson. Would love to see him. The Sacred Souls would love to see them. Uh, It's going to be a good one. I don't really care who's Kendrick's day. I'm there. I'm just hoping for one of the two between JID and Pusha T. I just saw Pusha T, but I would love to see him again. So I'm hoping for JID just because I haven't seen him. So we'll see. Yeah, Pusha T is going to be one of the ones, like any chance I get, I'm going to go see him. Uh, mm-hmm. He was just phenomenal when we both, or we saw him individually, but I'm mean, very close in time. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'd say a pretty good lineup. Uh, I hope they kind of group them, group all the rappers together, trying to get them on one day at least or all the ones I want to hear at least be a little selfish yeah. there. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. My thing is though, I was wondering about, you know, if there are all these rappers, what's like my cutoff time where I'm like, I'm going to Kendrick stage and I'm just dealing with it. Yeah. Like if JID is at six o'clock, am I going to go to a different stage to see him? And I think my answer is no. I think I would just go wait for Kendrick. Yeah. That's always the, uh, the age old question at festivals is what am I going to go? What am I going to see? Or like, when am I going to go see it? You know? So mm-hmm. I think my like rule of thumb has always been two sets. I'll say two sets mm-hmm. before the headliner at that main stage. And I'm sitting there because the first time I ever went, I stayed there like the entire day from like two o'clock until oh, eight wow. o'clock for chance, which was, mm-hmm. that was a grind, but chance was my guy. I had to. And the second time for the weekend. And then the third time for a tie, the creator, I went, I had, I feel like I've gotten closer and closer to that start time every year. Like for the weekend, I think I was only like a set or two before. And then for Tyler, I showed up like one set before and it worked out every time differently, but Kendrick is one person. I feel like this is probably the only time I'm going to see him because he's, you know, fairly expensive on his own on tour. And so I want to be close when I have a good spot, when I have a great experience. So We'll see, but I'm doing what I got to do to be close up for Kendrick. Yeah, it's just, um, I mean, it's just all, I feel like the biggest factor is who else is performing to, like, where do, where else do I need to be and when do I need to be there? So mm-hmm. um, uh, set times are eventually coming. So we'll we'll see how you're going to juggle it out or potentially both of us are going to juggle it out. So Ooh, stay tuned. A Lala episode would be fire. I'm sure we'd have some like moments that we could talk about too. So I think for the sake of content, you have to come, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Have a great week. We'll see you guys next Monday with a new episode.